Many of our member companies are able to utilize the information that customers provide us to help stop and thwart the scammers from continuing their work. And they do that by our partnership with various entities, including Somos, the toll-free number operator, where we've been able to shut down nearly 13,000 toll-free numbers over the years because of the information that customers provide us. Welcome to Electric Perspectives, a podcast that explores how America's electric companies are working to deliver the reliable, affordable, secure, and clean energy that powers our economy and our everyday lives. The show is brought to you by EEI, the Edison Electric Institute, which represents all U.S. investor-owned electric companies. I'm your host, Brian Real. November 13th through 19th is International Fraud Awareness Week, and November 16th is Utility Scams Awareness Day. EEI's member electric companies will join other utilities to raise customer awareness of imposter utility scams and ways to stop them with the help of Utilities United Against Scams, or UUAS, a consortium of more than 150 U.S. and Canadian electric, water, and natural gas utilities, as well as their respective trade associations. On this episode, we are joined by UUAS Executive Director Monica Martinez and UUAS Chair Bud Idukovich, who also serves as the Kissimmee Utility Authority Manager of Customer Service and Cashiering, to discuss the trends in utility scams, what customers should do if they suspect they are being scammed, and more. Monica and Bud, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Brian. I'll start with you, Monica. For listeners who may not be familiar with Utilities United Against Scams, can you talk a little bit about the the why and how UAS was formed and the general mission? Absolutely. Utilities United Against Scams was formed really when a lot of electric, water, and natural gas utilities convened together at a conference and discovered that they were encountering the same issues their customers were being scammed and they didn't know how to go about to react to it because it really is one of those things where you want to do something when something is impacting your customers in a negative way. So they decided to get together, share information, learn from one another about the types of scams that their customers were encountering. And that's really how UUAS was born in an effort to help customers avoid and prevent scams. And Monica, have you seen success with this campaign in terms of stopping scammers and empowering customers by teaching them some of the tactics and how to avoid being scammed? Yes, we have actually seen more educated consumers letting us know and our utility companies know that they have almost been scammed. So now we're also getting reports of attempted scams. So they're letting us know when scammers are out there and we're able to go out and get messaging so that potential victims have information and they're aware of the potential scam. But also many of our member companies are able to utilize the information that customers provide us to help stop and thwart the scammers from continuing their work. And they do that by our partnership with various entities, including Somos, the toll-free number operator, where we've been able to shut down nearly 13,000 toll-free numbers over the years because of the information that customers provide us. In addition, we've been able to work with other local telephone providers to shut down even more numbers. 
And Bud, as chair of UUAS and manager for customer service and cashiering, uh, I'm sure you've heard firsthand from customers who have been targets of scams. Can you walk us through how some of the more common utility scams work and maybe the tactics that scammers have been trying to use to trick your customers? Yes, thanks, Brian. Sadly, I have had firsthand knowledge of the situations that arise. And you know, some of the most common scams really are imposter scams where you'll be contacted by somebody pretending to be a utility employee, demanding immediate payment under threat of immediate disconnection of service. And these are professionals. I mean, they they make their living scamming customers. Many of them are very sophisticated. Uh, they will spoof or replicate the phone number for the utility that they're talking to the customers of. And they will go ahead and convince the customer that there's really a need to make a payment immediately. We get calls all the time. I mean, uh, there's not a month that goes by where we don't have uh, at least a handful of calls that come in. And typically what happens is they, they tend to focus regionally on different areas. So the last five days, we've probably had reports, 40, 50 calls that have come in. And those are just the customers that call us. And sadly, in this last batch, customers have reported losing almost $5,000 to the scammers. So typically, what they try to do is have you pay through a, a method that you can't later on claw that money back. So uh, most common these days is using Zelle. In the past, they would ask you to go get a stored value card for you know, Green Dot or maybe Amazon, something that's very hard to trace. Uh, and they would, uh, they'd collect the money that way. So. Monica and Bud, really, can you tell us more about how UAS and its members work together to help spread awareness of these scams and maybe emerging tactics to help people avoid becoming a victim? And what are some red flags that companies are warning customers about? So I think as Bud has mentioned, scammers are pretty sophisticated. They're always changing their tactics to get one step ahead of us. So one way we do that is by sharing the information with one another so that we can see what some of the latest trends are. Oftentimes, scammers are imposing as other individuals, and that might be, you know, not only as utilities, but also charitable entities wanting to help people pay for their utility bills. So we've been able to try to track all of that to gain as much information so we can make sure that our customers are aware of the different methods and the different tactics that they're employing to try to help prevent scams. I think I read one where they said, we're running a promotion where if you make a donation to this charity, your electric company will match it and wipe out your bill. Is that kind of one of the things you're talking about, Monica? Exactly. And so oftentimes some of these fraudsters are calling and wanting to get personal information from our customers. So that's one thing that is a red flag, you know, being pressured into doing something, being made to think that it's absolutely necessary and urgent to take care of something at that moment. And then also giving personal identifying information to the scammer. So all of those things are red flags. One of the things that we really do try to tell people is to slow down and hang up if necessary. And it's okay to hang up because then you can go ahead and find the correct number of your utility company and call them back to verify and to make sure. 
using that trusted number on a utility bill or on a website is generally the better way to making sure that you're not communicating with a scammer. And I assume the answer is going to be yes, because you're taking time to chair UUAS, but I, I imagine that it's been valuable for you as, as an electricity provider to learn from some of your peers in the industry. Brian, I can't tell you how much. Uh, prior to the formation of Utilities United Against Scammers, um, you really felt like you were alone. So uh, we were combating, we were getting these reported scam calls, and we kind of floundered. We didn't know what to do or how to handle it. And so when UUAS was formed, we jumped on the bandwagon almost immediately. Uh, Kissimmee Utility Authority has been a member since 2017. And um, we take the responsibility of reporting the scams and being involved and engaged very seriously. So it really is our opportunity to fight back, as it were. And your company also launched a text-based scam system called ScamAlert, or it's called the ScamAlert program. Uh, can you explain how a customer might use the system? And has that actually been able to provide your team with some helpful data for combating scams? Yeah, thank you, Brian. We did recently launch uh, a ScamAlert program where when we are notified that customers are getting scammed, the scammers tend to target and focus on different areas. And so what happens is we can go weeks without many contacts or any at all. And then suddenly, our, literally our phone systems blow up with phone calls where we've got 20, 30 customers calling us at once saying, someone's calling me pretending to be you. So when that happens, we'll actually send out a alert uh, via a text to customers who have signed up for the program, letting them know that scammers are active and what the scam is. So we also have customers have the ability to go ahead and actually report scams on our website without any advertising for that. Customers have found their way and we see uh, daily reports from customers who are warning us that scams are taking place. So it's almost a repository of uh, what customers are hearing and what they're sharing. And we've talked a lot about imposter phone calls, but but our, I imagine also there's texts and emails and maybe even occasionally people knocking on the doors do customers really just need to be vigilant kind of in all facets of their their presence yes thank you there are many many ways that a scammer will try to gain that information so we do have door-to-door -door scams that happens pretty frequently as well where customers are approached by somebody pretending to be a kway employee uh, trying to uh, gain some privileged information. Another common tactic that customers will hear is they get a text. They'll often be told that if your, uh, you know, your contract with your utility is running out, if you pay me $500 now, we'll refund you the $1,200 you've got coming to renew your contract. And so it's a, a variant of the lottery scam where, you know, you give me a little something now, then you'll get more back. And, you know, fear and greed, they, you know, you're afraid your power is going to get cut off, or suddenly you think you're going to hit the you know, a $1,200 rebate, those are those are powerful drivers and the scammers know exactly how to tweak those buttons to get people to react. And are we just talking about residential customers, Monica, or are businesses targeted as well? Everyone is targeted. And that's one of the things that we have to really keep in mind with scammers. I mean, it's just not, you know, seniors. It's just not lower income customers. We're talking about all customers or potential targets for scammers because they see this as their way 
to make their money fraudulently. And so we see this in many places in small business communities and even mid to larger size companies are being targeted by scammers. And it just reminds us to be vigilant for everyone from employees to households and really just making sure we get the word out about how to prevent scams. So we have the holidays coming up. I know there's going to be many people traveling and gathering for Thanksgiving. And then, of course, we have the winter holidays coming up. Do we tend to see an uptick around scam activities at that time when everyone's trying not to burn the turkey or get off to the football game? Yes, that's a very popular time for scammers. So this is early November as we're recording this. And uh, we've just gone through uh, a heavy influx of scam calls. And there'll be Uh, unfortunately, around probably through the new year. Just to build on what Monica had said earlier, the Better Business Bureau reports that uh, 70% of the folks who were scammed or report being scammed are 45 years or younger, and that 80% of those had college degrees. So people that we're dealing with are experts at manipulation. And I mean, the only real way we can fight it is to make sure people know that the scammers are out there and they need to be vigilant. Well, and I think to your point as well, I mean, when we're talking about the holidays, is that people are sometimes more susceptible when they're in the middle of things. Someone's preparing for dinner. Someone's preparing for family to come over. And no one wants the turkey to end up either overcooked or, you know, have the refrigerator go out. So it's in those times when we are rushed, and that typically is around the holidays and we're preoccupied, that scammers see some of their opportunity because then people aren't stopping and taking a moment like they should. And just by nature, the fact that that you and your colleagues are based down in Florida, but I imagine you probably also see activity around hurricanes when there are outages. I think the, those in the industry know that a line worker is never going to demand money to get reconnected, but it does seem like a good opportunity for scammers to be out there trying to, I don't know, make money off of that really devastating impact for some communities. Absolutely. The more confusing the situation, the better it is for them. So Utility Scam Awareness Day and International Fraud Awareness Week week are great times to bring attention to utility scams, but how can companies be educating customers about scams and how to stop them year-round? And and I imagine you you both do a lot of work on this issue year-round. Absolutely. One of the things is, is just to kind of keep it the messaging within your regular repertoire of social media, and especially when you're out engaging with customers. So as companies are engaging with business customers, make sure that this is one of the topics that is discussed. When customers are engaging with, you know, at at consumer forums or other educational opportunities for customers, this can be part of the topic. What we're seeing across the country and working with the Federal Trade Commission is that many of these scams happen at all levels, and they're just using similar tactics, whether it's emergency issues or student loan fraud scams or social security scams, they're using the same tactics. So if we can work together to teach and help make our customers aware, we can make them even safer. Could I interest either of you in a new warranty for your car while we're on the line here? Not today, Brian. (laughs) I think I'll pass. Do you have any closing tips for our listeners or, or maybe new tactics that should be on their radar? Maybe we start with you, bud. Yeah, well, I mean, I I think just to 
comment a little more on the outreach programs that we try to do. I, I agree getting the information into customers' hands is critical. We've run ads. We've got Utility Scam Awareness Day and International Fraud Awareness Week. Uh, we do try to get that message out on social media. We use that texting platform to try to get the information to customers when we see active scams that are occurring. One thing that, uh, that we're seeing now is we're moving away from prepaid cards and more to cash app or Zelle type payments, something that can't be clawed back by the uh, by the person who got scammed once they discover that it's a scam. I would echo on that. I mean, with so many things, one of the things to keep in mind is that as the scammers continue to try to be one step ahead of us, those who are trying to protect our customers, is that they are using technology increasingly. And so that's true on the point of these various apps um, using things in a different way so that it almost seems like it's the real deal. And so really just trying to gather that. And also keep in mind, these scammers are using information that they find on the internet about you. And so they're using that because they're professionals. They are the ones on the call pretending that they know you and pretending that they have information about you and they're able to draw that out. And so, you know, keep in mind and for everyone, you know, it's okay if you've been approached by a scammer and it's okay to take action. I mean, one of the things is just to try to prevent others from happening to them and get the word out, share information. The more we can spread it, the more hopefully we can spread a little bit more protection from scammers. And when you talk about taking action, is it helpful to report scams to if it's somebody impersonating your electric company or are there ever even circumstances where you might report them to your local police? Like what would be the good action for customers to take? Absolutely. I mean, we certainly do recommend to call your local utility company if they've been frauding your utility company. So many of our utilities are actually working with local media and others to put out alerts. And as the program that Bud mentioned, really to alert customers that there could be active scams going on. Individuals can also go to the Federal Trade Commission to report it as well. So you also might want to go to report fraud .ftc.gov. And as so many of these applications are being utilized, in addition, you may need to reach out to your bank or your lender if you have been scammed, and they may be able to do something if you're able to report it and assist you with that. Well, thank you both for taking so much time today to help us educate our customers about the risks and the tactics that are out there. For listeners who want to learn a bit more, uh, I encourage you to check out the hashtag Stop Scams on Twitter. I know a lot of UUS members um, will be putting out tips and tactics and things to be aware of, especially over the next week, but really all year long. As you can also check out utiliesunited.org for more resources to protect you, your customers, your community members. And it's just such an important topic. And like a lot of things, uh, as their tactics continue to evolve, so do our strategies. So it's so great to see so many uh, utilities in the sector working together to help make sure they're doing everything they can to protect their customers. Thanks, Brian. Thank you, Brian. 
And that's our show for today. Thank you for listening and come back next week to hear more from experts and industry leaders who are talking about the innovative ways electric companies are building a cleaner, smarter, stronger energy future for the customers and communities they serve. You can subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Podbeam, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Electric Perspectives. I'm your host, Brian Real. Thanks for listening.